Hey, this is Ox Return. I'm Matt Blake, and this is Tristan Dolce. We're here with Kilo Bravo. Bravo. Sorry, I just totally messed that up. Close enough. Yeah. Kilo Bravo. Kilo right? Bravo. That's right. Okay. Um, so we're here. We're going to talk about the new album. But first, before that, can we uh, get a song? Yeah. Awesome. This song's called Somewhere in the Middle.
That was somewhere in the middle uh, from Kilo Bravo uh, on the new record that just came out uh, this past fall, Chew This Slow. Um, uh, You guys want to tell me a little bit about the making of of that record? Where did you guys uh, cut the the record? So we did the majority of that record at the Music Box in Fullerton with a producer named John O'Brien. And I think he he works he works here sometimes yeah, too. Yeah, he's he's worked here before. John's awesome. I've been I've done projects with him for over the, like the last ten years now. How did, how did you guys meet? Um, that's a good question. I think I met him playing. Uh, he used to play out as a singer songwriter. I think that's how I met him originally. Hmm. And then uh, heard through the grapevine he was the guy recording everyone. And so we my band at the time. Uh, did a EP with him and it turned out great. We did it at his parents' house. It was awesome. Very nice. So d- when you h- collected these songs, did you have in mind like, okay, well, this is the guy that yeah, I want to yeah. bring these songs to? Yeah, you know, uh, Dave and I used to be in a band together uh, a couple of years back, and that band we did we did records with like pretty well known producer and big studios, and it just never kind of like felt that great. What what didn't you like about it? Um, I don't know. It just kind of felt sterile to me. Like, was it the process, like the the way that the records were being made? Uh, not not in particular. I did hate the like fourteen hour getting drum sound day. I thought that was a little <laughs> like over. Like that doesn't need yeah, to that happen. Shit sucks. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just seemed like, and then like getting a mix back and be like, oh, cool, he sampled everything. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Right. Well, to for the the people listening and watching, uh, how big is is uh, is is Music Box? It's it's small. It's in a basement. It's pretty small. Like it's definitely smaller than this room. It's definitely a box. It's it's a music box, <laughs> but it's it's cozy. Like it. Yeah. It feels mm-hmm. like you're hanging out in your mom's basement or something. Yeah. So you went from like working in these commercial studios with probably large format consoles. Yeah. And then moved to, I mean, is there even a console? No, he doesn't right. use a console. The, the only console he has, he has this old console. I wish I could remember what it was, but we literally just use it as a fuzz pedal. <laughs> just crank the pre on it. Yeah. Um, that's rad. I mean, I, I, I'm finding more and more that artists who have lived their lives in small project studios or or have just done stuff themselves, when they enter the commercial studio space, it's it's like a culture shock and yeah. it's and it's it bums them out like they thought it was going to be different yeah i mean i i honestly, i don't mind the studio so much i just it doesn't feel like my vibe really like mm. i don't know like we we tracked at sunset sound that place is a big commercial studio but that that has like that kind of warm cozy feeling mm. you didn't feel that at sunset yeah i felt great at sunset actually we we did a i think 11 song record in a day there like that's right wow <laughs> yeah i did i did one session there and we did three tunes and like it, it was like first take it was like we were there yeah that that place is pretty special what what room i think we were in um whichever room is prince's room okay c yeah. yeah uh i think that's b or maybe b yeah yeah the prince room and it was a good one yeah <laughs> yeah that, that place is crazy that place is pretty special um, do you guys want to jump and do another song? Yeah, let's do um, let's do a song called Personality. All right, this is Kilo Bravo on Ox Return.
this album did you guys just stay in the box on this just in pro tools or uh yeah yeah we were in pro tools pretty much the whole time i i did some stuff at home i use logic i don't know i'm a dummy so it's a little easier for me nah, this is whatever you're into you know <laughs> i did hear um uh the stewardess yeah is that pro tools yeah so that one um the music box has this hall in the back it's he uses it as a live room, but it's like it's really narrow and it's about 20, 20 feet long. And we ran that through. He's got you know a Roland Space Echo, and we ran everything through that going into Pro Tools so for that. Kinda, yeah, and we used he has this mic from like the forties, and we used that on the guitar and on the vocals. So it just has this like 
feel to it. Like yeah. like we were thinking like he's got he's got young kids, so he's been watching a lot of Disney movies. And you listen to like a song on Robin Hood and it has this like sound to it mm-hmm. and that mic mm-hmm. like captures that. And it was pretty cool. I think I think it did a really good job kind of capturing that vibe. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite songs on the record. Thank and I you. and I could have sworn that that I mean it feels like a like a cassette, like a four track cassette recording. Right. Until like the guitars come in, the electric guitars come in at the end. Yeah. And it and it kinda opens up and you're like, Okay, wait, maybe I, I've I've been tricked. <laughs> like Yeah, John John's super creative. Like I that's one of the reasons I like working with him. I always tell people he's he's my secret member of Tequila Bravo. That's awesome. That's always it's always great to have someone that uh you can trust and and works works that you work well with absolutely i mean it, uh, there's some advantages i think to working with people that you've never worked with um new ideas and and all that but there's there's nothing else like it's like coming it's like being at home yeah yeah, yeah. and it's it's like you you find the right person to make music with and it's it's like that cliche like you finish each other's sentences sure like, you have an idea, but you don't have an ending to it, and they have this other great idea, and you put them together, and it just like somehow works. Yeah. Uh, how did you guys all meet? Um, well, I've I've known Dave for when did we meet. Like, uh, we met like two thousand six or something. Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. So I've known Dave for quite a while. Just met through friends. Yep. The first thing he ever told me was, "I I farted. How's yeah. it going?" Yeah. And he said, "That's great." <laughs> I heard you guys. You were just talking about making a band, maybe. Of just fart noises. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll work on that. Well, it'll yeah. probably beat out. Da- you, you know, Dave and I made a band one time that was just him. That yeah. All all the songs were about boners. Yeah. You know what do eighteen year olds sing about? They sing about boners. <laughs> yeah. Um, How did you guys meet? Well, I mean, I've known Adrian. Uh, we've known each other since like two thousand three, two thousand two. Yeah, since high school. Um, me and Greg were me and Greg and Adrian were in a band together for a little while called Fellow Bohemian. Played some local shows, LA and stuff like that. And me and Chris were in a touring band together for a couple of years, and we've all just kind of been friends. And yeah. you know, w- w- once once I hooked up with Chris to to join Kilo Bravo, he was like, "Well, who should we get as a drummer?" I'm like, "Well, obviously we should get Greg, and who obviously. should we get as a guitarist?" I'm like, yeah. "Obviously Adrian." Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're a. Uh Old band fellow Bohemian was one of my favorite local bands, so I figured I'd poach all of them. <laughs> nice, <laughs> yeah. it worked. Yep, awesome. Um, well, everything sounds awesome. Congratulations on the record. I, Thank you. It's uh, it's a must listen. Um, Thank you. Appreciate must, that. So you guys were mentioning that this that uh, Chew the Slow had been in the works for two years, something like that. Yeah, um, I think I started writing for this. Well, there's some songs that are that are older than uh, when I started the writing for this record, but it, it's interesting. I I kind of like the f- fall winter of 2018s when I was like I hit up John. I was like I want to do a full length. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna start putting stuff together, and I sent him like over 30 songs, and I made him. I was like, please tell me the good ones from the bad ones because I can't tell at this point. They all sound terrible. <laughs> did he Did he make those decisions? He helped me. He steered me in the right direction. He told even like stuff I sent him that were like ideas. He's like, "You should work on that," and mm. it helped me like, n- you know, 
put put the effort where it needed to be and and get the songs that I think we needed to do. And what's interesting is when we got in to record it, it was me, Dave, and a drummer named Nick Murray who did the first sessions. And we did like eight songs, and half of those songs aren't on this record. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we did eight songs in a couple days, and half of them didn't make the record. And we had just started playing with Greg and, like, written stuff. And I told John, I was like, let's do the rest of the record like this. And Hmm. What was the difference? Um, I mean, recording-wise, it wasn't that different. I, I think, because there are tracks with Nick on there that are awesome. What was cool is we recorded a handful of the songs twice, and we kind of just were like, oh, yeah. this sounds cooler this way. And that yeah. was kind of fun. Just different flavors of drumming. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, which mm-hmm. one we liked the most. They were both great, though. But just working, like, making this, like, a unit as a band, having Greg, I was like, I want our drummer to be our drummer. Yeah, not a hired gun. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing against Nick. He's amazing. Yeah. Like I'm so glad I got to hire him. He's a guy I listened to his recordings and I was like, who's this guy? Yeah. And we just happened to find him and we could have barely afford him. <laughs> no, no, he <laughs> hire him. He's very good and he is affordable. Well, it probably also it also probably goes back to what you're saying prior about feeling like you're, you know, home, right? Yeah. That, you know, this is a feeling, you guys are used to it, him, you know. Yeah. And something that you can successfully reproduce on a stage if those things ever exist again. Yeah, absolutely. I think they will someday. Yeah, they'll just be a lot lower. We'll all have like (laughs) space helmets on. Right. Be in our own individual partitions. (laughs) Let's uh, let's jump into another tune. Drummers around the world. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now you know how we feel. uh, Spit guard. What are you doing? We're gonna do a song called "Cry." Cool. This is Kilo Bravo on Ox Return. Down on the floor, holding your head like a bowling ball. I was checking the score, shaking my head. That's on the soul. Oh, I don't know what you've been through, but I just wanna tell you it's alright if you cry. Apologize. Well, I don't know what you've been through, but I 
future near future um we actually have a couple of things booked nice. on sunday we're gonna be in la at the redwood bar doing a live stream in Very the nice. venue which could be wow. that really stream fun. that stream looks really rad yeah yeah we love that place they've been really good to us and really cool you know spot. they let us come in and play and have a good time mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's just a, a cool spot super fun hang and i like i like I don't know. Playing rock and roll is fun when you're all Close in together. there and yep. feeling the room. And then um, it hasn't been announced yet, but we will be playing in Orange County at the end of April somewhere. Nice. And then in May, May 22nd, we'll be at Hangar 24 Brewery in Irvine playing with a band called Film Speed and Orange Blossom Special. And it's gonna be a good time. You can drink beer. You can stay away from each other and listen to some music. <laughs> so, what has been uh, some of the difficulties uh, associated with releasing a record um, and not being able to support it uh, at a, at any shows? Oh, uh, you know, it's frustrating. If anything, I we're we're still a new band. We know, like putting out a record independently is is a battle either way but it, it's definitely frustrating like having an album be like oh we can't show it to these people we can't mm-hmm. show a new audience you know we can't show even our friends and family like what we worked on and how we how we can perform it so that's frustrating but you know i think the hindsight like a lot of people had a lot of time to sit at home and put their headphones on and so i think maybe uh you know someone who might not have given it the time i was like eh, i got time to listen to this and chucked it on at least that's what i'd like to think yeah they don't have an excuse to not listen to it <laughs> yeah they're not they're not going to shows yeah, yeah. there's no yeah. new tv yeah <laughs> exactly everyone's um, seen everything on netflix yeah at least twofold you, yeah you've seen the crown come on yeah <laughs> the reason that uh well, I, I forget how we got connected in the first place, but I saw a picture of you guys sitting on the couch out here in the lobby, and I was like, okay, well, wait a minute. Like, 
who are who? Yeah, who is this? Like who's sitting on the couch at Pigigo? I'm glad that worked out because yeah. those, pi- those pictures are awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't picture what happened after, but yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I heard the song first, and that's who put it on your radar. Oh, okay. So you know, I Matt. listened to the music. Yeah, where'd you hear the song? Um, the other place that I work, I added the song uh, to the playlist. Yeah, going to off offline. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, appreciate that. Yeah. It's very nice of them to share our music. Well, it's it's definitely worthy, and everybody should check out the the rest of the record as well. I agree. I think it's a good record. I'm I'm proud of it. I think these guys did a really good job. I don't think it would be what it is without them. So thanks for playing on it, guys. What <laughs> it was a good time. How how was the record made? Was it mostly piecemeal or or playing in a room together? Um. Everything starts playing in a room together. Like that's how I've always made records. Like, mm-hmm. um, but so the first sessions, like we made a record that I wasn't intending on making. Like we were kind of like going for this vibey like '70s era like Bowie T Rex thing, <laughs> and we started it out with like bass and drums and me on acoustic all in the same room. And some of those sessions made it through, and then we like transformed them. But I kept sending – what's funny is I kept making demos and sending John new songs. And he's like, oh, let's record this one. And so, like, it turned into a different record just because we were like mm. – I don't know. It just – we felt it going in a different direction. We're like, yeah, let's let's go with this rather than forcing it to be something that's not. Do you find that maybe you're, you're going to be using those in the future or are they – they lost to the annals of time. I think something will happen with them. I actually, one of them I put out before I put out the record because I, uh, lockdown happened while I was, I was one date into a tour, uh, playing for someone else and lo- like the first lockdown happened. And so I had some free time and one of the songs that just didn't make the record that I was like bummed about not mm. being on the record. I was like, well, I got time to finish this. <laughs> So I finished it at home and... Fuck you, John. I'm releasing it. <laughs> well, I finished it and he mixed it and I was like, I'm putting this out before I put the record out. I'm going to put out a B-side before I put out a record. Yeah. So I'm sure some of them will surface. Cool. So was it... What, since So since it was recorded during lockdown, did you guys... Did you blank out some time to like go and did, get everybody together or so, did you... So that song, we recorded... I'd say 85% of it already. Like mm. Drums and bass were down. Most of the guitars were down. All I had to do was vocals. I played a little organ on it, I think. I think that's it. Maybe some percussion. And I just did that, you know, at yeah. home. It's totally. Super simple. Well, I think um, let's jump into another song, and then uh, we'll, uh, we'll wrap up after that. Um, what song... Are we playing now? We're going to play Don't Count on Me. Awesome. This is Kilo Bravo on Ox Return. Books, 
that never took you now That's why I made you look Don't count on me, I let you down Don't count on me, I let you down
That was Don't Count On Me from Kilo Bravo. Um, thank you guys so much for coming by, planting tunes, talking with us for a while. And uh, we hope to see you guys again and hope to see you on stage soon. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Yeah. It's yeah. fun. It's our first time uh, playing for people, even though there's Is only that right? a couple wow. of you. I mean, well, not ever, but <laughs> no, you did your first performance great. <laughs> you got this is uh, Adrian's first time with us. Adrian is a COVID recruit. <laughs> yes, yeah, COVID recruit. I like that. He was sick. <laughs> All right, guys. I think I think we're gonna call it here. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming in again. Yep. Uh, if anybody wants to find you, uh, where can they find you on social media? Everything is uh, at Kilo Bravo Music. Our website is kilobravomusic.com. Super easy to find. Cool. Uh, yeah. Apple, Spotify. Yep. You know. All that. You know it. Cool. And this is Ox Return. We're, of course, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're hearing us already on your podcast. We also are streaming live on YouTube, and if you want to watch this ever, follow us on Instagram at ox underscore RTN, or on Facebook at ox return, and we'll give you a schedule, and you'll be able to watch us on YouTube. Yeah, we have one coming up in two weeks. Uh, what's the date? Um, <laughs> we got to look at the phone. <laughs> well, uh, well, just follow yeah, us. Follow we us. follow us to find out what we do. So, <laughs> Thanks again, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.